Welcome back to another Edge Got In podcast. Thank you for pushing the pause button to Edge Got In, to your mind, your will, and those crazy emotions. Wow. Perhaps you've gotten spun recently and you can't shake it between your two ears. Perhaps you've given power to something outside of you to define what you believe you could handle successfully. And we know as followers of Christ that in and of ourselves, we come to the end of ourselves very quickly. However, we have an endless resource, a supply of strength and mercy and wisdom at our fingertips through the power of the Holy Spirit that lives within us. And this is our hope, my friends. This is our strength. The mission at Edge God in is to champion your human potential in Christ. If this is the first time you're joining us, welcome. We have many, many topics. I think over, I know it's over a hundred now. Um, at edgegodin.com. Our last podcast was in honor of Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and my husband was my co-pilot on that one. (laughs) And it was entitled God's Hand in the Storm, The Night I Met My Husband When I Was Bald and Breastless. So if you haven't listened to that one, I encourage you to listen to that one. It's a little bit different format, and yet I've been getting a lot of good feedback on that one. Today's topic is entitled, Are You in Need of a Faith Booster? I was actually going to bypass this week simply because I leave for travel tomorrow and I'm I'm going to be facilitating an event all week next week. And so I thought, well, maybe I'll just um, bypass posting this week. Yet the the Holy Spirit, as as often we in our heart, we plan our course, but God determines our steps had really laid something on my heart for my my faith journey. And I thought, hmm, maybe this will in, inspire and encourage somebody else along their journey. So here I am for a uh, another podcast for this week entitled, Are You in Need of a Faith Booster, My Friend? I know I am. And many times we start out our day with great intentions until we run into a human being. And then we get hijacked and then we start to question ourselves or doubt ourselves, or we start to look to our right and our left and we see how people are doing around us and we compare ourselves. And so our faith starts to dwindle as we compare ourselves. Edge got in is the voice of emotional intelligence in Christ. And the definition of emotional intelligence in Christ is the activation of the Holy Spirit within you to help you discern and manage your emotions and behaviors in a way that honors God by loving others well as Jesus did. It's truly those two things to be able to discern and manage our emotions and behaviors. When we can do that, it's an amazing thing that starts to happen. You can't give out what you're not mastering within. And as you increase your ability to manage, discern and manage your own emotions, then you then the ramification of that is you you get better in the ring, so to speak, when you run into other people who tend to be hijacked by their emotions. You have a bandwidth when you practice that within. If you haven't explored our project, please visit us at emotionalintelligenceinchrist.com. There's a six-week study guide. There's a course. There are assessments and uh, there's a community as well. So you can sign up every two weeks. We send out an emotional intelligence in Christ tip and you can join us there as well. 
thank you for for pushing that pause button and joining us today for this very important topic. And in fact, it's it's the only thing that counts. <laughs> so I can't say enough on how important this is. So before we jump in, I'd like to just share with you the learning objective. At the end of today's podcast, it's our desire that you walk away with focusing on three scriptures, three very specific scriptures to help you resurrect your faith, to give you that booster that you need in your faith because you've been hijacked by something around you. What's interesting about um, faith being hijacked, it, it it always comes from something outside of you that you're giving power to or free rent between your two ears. And it could be a comment that someone said, you thought you were doing great, you got negative feedback or criticism, and you gave it the power to define you. It's interesting with, with feedback, we forget it's like shopping. We can return to sender what doesn't fit. And with the Holy Spirit within us, we can also use it for character development. Uh, I know many times when I've gotten feedback that was constructive criticism, it was an incredible opportunity for growth and humility. Wow, I thought I did an awesome job. And Lord, you wanted to to refine me in the area of, of humility. And true greatness walks through the archway of humility. So don't be afraid of those moments when you do receive that constructive criticism. Just remember you're the gatekeeper. Take take before God what is yours. Ask the Holy Spirit what's mine to learn from and to grow in character. And what do I want to return to sender? What's not mine? What is mine? What is not mine? And also what is real and what is imagined? Because many times Satan will take one small phrase and he'll use it to hijack our entire landscape between our two ears. Just say no. Use Jesus modeling on that. Get thee behind me, Satan. So we're in a constant battle between good and evil these days. It's very, very prevalent. So all the more we have got to step up to the front lines and take control of every thought and make it captive for Christ, as well as keeping our feet firmly established in the word of God, as we'll learn today. So you will learn three scriptures that will give you that faith booster at the end of today's podcast. It's probably going to be a little quicker than other podcasts because it's a very focused topic. And there's nothing wrong with that. So drive by pause a little mini retreat for you in your day today. Holy Spirit, we just come to you and we know that without your strength, without your wisdom, without your discernment, to help us keep watch over the leaks in our life that rob us of faith. And one of the big ones, Lord, is the power we give to outside circumstance, to people, situations, to define our worth, our value, and our capability. It's truly identity theft in its highest form, and it's rampant in our culture today. Give us the grace to come back, to come back to you. We invite you into our heart. We give you the keys to every room in our house. And Lord, for those who haven't accepted you as their Lord and Savior, we, we pray and we invite you in to our lives. Um, perhaps many have have heard of you, uh, but yet not made that decision to make you the Lord of their lives. Well, today is the day because we don't know if we have tomorrow. So Lord, we invite you into our lives completely to be the Lord of our lives. Forgive us for all of our sin, for 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 those those behaviors that separate us from you. It's truly what sin is. And give us the grace of repentance, meaning you give us the grace to stop and let go of those things 
that are of the flesh, that don't bring glory to your name, that are self-centered, self-focused, or that dwell in the shadows of fear, self-doubt, or worry. Cleanse us from all of that, Lord. We want to be a lighter version of ourselves, and we want to begin again with you. So we give ourselves over to you. Be the Lord of our lives, the Lord of our mind, the Lord of our emotions. Be the Lord of our behavior. Save us, Lord. You are the Savior of the world, and we believe that you are the Son of God. Thank you for saving us. In your most precious name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Faith, my friends, it's the only thing that counts. Hebrews 11.6, and without faith, it is impossible to please God. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Let's camp on that for just a moment. This is a powerful invitation and reminder that without faith, if we want to please God, we've got to have faith. And there's a great dissertation of faith in the scriptures, many different places where it lays out by faith, by faith, by faith. People did amazing things by faith. Noah conquered, conquered the disapproval of society around him as he constantly, day after day, built that big boat. By faith, Abraham con continued to believe in spite of the fact that he was late in his age, and as was his wife, that God was faithful. By faith, David believed that God's mercy was greater than his sin. By faith, Peter believed that the forgiveness of Christ could save him from his own betrayal. Judas didn't. We have a choice point every single day. Do we give God more authority or the world more authority? Faith comes from hearing and hearing the word of God. Romans 10, 17, that's our second verse. First verse is Hebrews eleven six. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So the solution to faith, how do I get it? How do I increase it? Depending upon where you are today, the answer is the same. Faith comes from hearing, my friends, and hearing the Word of God. So as I've mentioned before, if you're not familiar with the Scriptures, start with the Gospel of John. And before you start, invite the Holy Spirit into your experience. Holy Spirit, give me wisdom into what I'm reading. Show me what's for me. I just did this this, this morning. Show me what you want me to remember. I was reading Acts chapter 9 uh, about Saul's conversion to Paul. And I've read that chapter numerous amounts of times since I was 17. And yet this morning, something different stood out to me. And the word of God is sharper than any double-edged sword. It pierces heart, soul, and marrow. And depending upon where you are at, the word of God becomes alive in that moment and shifts to be able to touch you and to draw you closer to God. It increases your faith. The more you read the Word of God, the more you listen to the Word of God, your faith will increase. Romans 10, 17. So faith comes from hearing and hearing the Word of God. This is an 
um, Jesus speaks about this as well. Though they have eyes, they cannot see, ears, they cannot hear, heart, they cannot respond, or else they would turn and I would heal them. But you, my friends, have eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart to respond. And if you don't think you do, ask for it. As you invite Jesus in and give him authority as your Lord and Savior, Jesus, open my eyes to see, my ears to hear, my heart to respond the way you want me to respond to this situation. I don't know what you're going through today, my friends, but I'm pretty confident that there are many who are tuning in today where life is not showing up the way you want it to. Something has happened, you're facing something, and you feel that perhaps it's bigger than you. Believe me, I have so much compassion for that. When I was diagnosed with advanced cancer in 2006, one week prior to my final divorce court date, and the doctors told me at 38 years old, they were trying to give me five years to live. So I have compassion for when life doesn't show up the way you want it to. I also have a faith file to declare to you that with every storm Jesus comes to, and you have faith files as well. Whatever you focus on grows bigger. That's how our brain is wired, the reticular activating system located in the brain stem. It's like a little lawyer, and it hunts and gathers information based on what your choice of focus is. So if you're focusing on life not being for you and things not working out for you, guess what? The reticular activating system will hunt and gather information to back that impoverished view of life up for you. However, if you believe that God is for you, who can be against you? that you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength, that the Lord will fight for you. You have only to be still. If you believe that you don't have to be fearful or afraid, the Lord God goes with you wherever you go, then guess what? Your mind will focus on that. I, I'm going to pause for a minute because I'm moved to share this with you. I got a text from my my husband today and it actually was was a, a a copy, a screenshot of a message that we live in Colorado, so so we're big fans of the Buffs, Colorado Buffaloes, and uh, Coach Prime, who loves the Lord, sends out messages every now and then. I think probably daily, but anyway, my husband follows him, and he sent me this message. So I'm going to share it with you today because it really has to do with faith. This is how it reads. I can, I will, I am. I am going to. I believe. Let's start our sentences like that instead of I can't, I won't, I'm not, not now, or I'm not ready. If you don't believe in yourself, then who will? It's time you become confident in you and what God is capable of. I am more than a conqueror. And the rest of that is through Christ who gives me strength. I am more than a conqueror through Christ who gives me strength. So we have that faith that surpasses all human understanding <clears throat> along with the peace. And it's something to ask for. If you have any prayer every single day and throughout your day, Lord, increase my faith. Give me the grace. And, God, and this is a prayer that God will answer because it's according to his will. It is according to his will, my friend that you have faith. Faith to move mountains, even if it's the size of a mustard seed, as Jesus said. He said, if you have <clears throat> if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move, and it will move. 
So what is your mountain today? Invite the Holy Spirit to expand and increase your faith. I remember many times when I was going through advanced cancer and all the surgeries and double mastectomy and radiation and setbacks, I would pray, Lord, increase my faith. Help me to remember who's ultimately in charge here. And I was never left empty-handed. Many times I came to the end as if I was hanging on by my fingernails on a cliff. And I would call out, and he was faithful, and he would meet me there. And he allowed me to go through the dark night of the soul in order to build character, in order to reinforce the fact that he is faithful. So whatever you're going through today, my friends, remember that God is ultimately in charge, and he's accomplishing a greater good than had this not even happened. He's always after character. So when you go through uncomfortable times, whether it be emotionally, physically, spiritually, when you go through uncomfortable times, simply make it into a prayer. Lord, I lift this up to you. What do you want to teach me? What character are you wanting to develop within me? Because I know one thing. You do not waste suffering. So I surrender this to you for the sake of salvation of souls. If you haven't already listened to the three-part podcast called Don't Waste Your Suffering, part one, two, and three, highly recommend it. Go to edgegodin.com and enjoy that journey. So coming back to our three scriptures for today, faith is the only thing that counts. We know this because the scripture tells us. Galatians 5, 6 through 7. The only thing that counts is faith, faith expressing itself through love. You were running a good race. Who cut in on you to keep you from obeying the truth? What is the truth? The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. Jesus even said, hey, if you only have faith the size of a mustard seed, and believe me, I've had many days like that. Lord, I only have a mustard seed of faith today because of all these things that are coming against me. I only have a mustard seed. God is in the business of multiplying. God is in the business of resurrecting. God is in the business of restoring. And he wants to restore you today back into faith, faith by faith by faith. Anytime we do doubt, it is a faith crisis. There's another podcast, Do You Believe That God's Got Your Back? Because we doubt that. Do I really believe that God's got my back? And we all go through that because the world screams and God whispers. And it's okay. Come as you are. So one thing I learned, God's big enough to handle every pity party and every moment of suffering we have. He carried the cross to set us free from all of that. So he knows the way through, my friends. Go to him first. Many times I would seek for the living among the dead. What do I mean by this? When Mary went to the tomb, she encountered the angels, one of which said to her, why are you looking for the living among the dead? And I remember meditating on that when I was going through advanced cancer and divorce at the same time. And the Lord revealed to me that many times we do look for the living among the dead. We are searching for the things of God in the midst of a wasteland. Someone told me the other day, the world is like a sandcastle. 
It can crumble at any moment. Don't build on it. Build on the rock. Build on Christ. Make him your faith focus. You can be real in the midst of that and say, even though I don't understand this, I'm not going to search for the living among the dead. I'm going to go to you first and foremost. I'm upset about this. I'm doubting. There's many times I got setbacks and they found more cancer. They, It ended up being larger. The tumors were larger than they thought. And every time that there was a setback, I had a choice point and you have a choice point too. Every time there's a setback, who do you give more authority to? The setback? Because your brain will tune in to all different pieces of information to back that up. Or do you give God more authority? And you change, you flip your script inside. God, even though I don't understand this, I'm willing to give you more authority than this unmet expectation, than this bad news, than this shift. I really wanted this to happen. I really wanted this door to open. It's okay. Lord, switch it into faith. Flip it into faith. God, that door didn't open for me. So I'm going to trust that you have even more than I could possibly imagine waiting for me. It's not rejection. It's just direction. So let's sum this up. Our three verses today, faith is the only thing that counts. So you're in need of a faith booster. Yes, yes, sign me up. I'm always in the need of a faith booster. Meditate upon Hebrews 11.6, Galatians 5.6-7, through 7, and Romans 10. 17. These will all be listed at edgegodin.com under today's topic, Are You in Need of a Faith Booster? Meditate upon these and ask the Holy Spirit to show you what he wants to teach you about this when it comes to your faith walk. Again, I'll read them, Hebrews eleven six. And without faith, it is impossible to please God, for whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Are you earnestly seeking God in the midst of your unmet expectations about life? Are you giving him more authority? Are you seeking him out first? Lord, I don't even want to make a move today. I don't want to think. I don't want to say a word. I don't want to entertain anything inside the castle unless it will glorify you and draw me closer to you. I give you permission to remove everything from my life that's, that is separating me from you. And that's a bold prayer, my friends. And when you ask it, get ready, because he answers that prayer. And it's pruning for growth. Perhaps it's toxic relationships. Perhaps it's a job shift or a different department shift. Perhaps it's remaining in your job that he wants you to do, but shifting your attitude which is your closest friend or worst enemy, and you get to choose it daily. Allow the Holy Spirit to be the driver of your attitude, by the way. I don't trust myself with that one. <laughs> it rises and falls depending upon how the world judges me. Not a good place to play. So without faith, it's impossible to please God, believe that he exists, and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So seek him first. Galatians 5, 6 through 7, the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. Dear God, give us the grace to express our faith through love today. Show us someone that we can love better today than yesterday. Give us patience. We pray that you give us the grace to step away from selfishness because this prevents us from remembering that the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. 
Help us not to let anyone cut in on us and keep us from obeying this truth. That the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. And finally, Romans 10, 17 again. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Lord Jesus, we just pray that you would give us an increased desire for the word of God in our lives, to meditate on it, read it, listen to it, respond to it, absorb your love through the scriptures. Give us a desire and a hunger for your word. You are the word of God made flesh. And this is your love letter to us. Increase our desire to camp on it, to bring it into our unmet expectations, our disappointments, our frustrations, our sadness. Come in and lift us up, Lord. You are that one high tide that lifts all ships in our lives. Come into the shore of our being and increase our faith to move mountains. Have your way with us in spite of ourselves and boost our faith today. In fact, Lord, I know you like to surprise us because you love us so much. So show us today in a special way, everyone who's tuning in, how much you love us. In unique and special ways, how much you love everyone who is listening in today, all of your children, whether they're listening in or not. We ask for an abundant outpouring of your Holy Spirit and awareness of how much you love us. And we pray for the people, our brothers and sisters in Israel, for your compassion and your hand and your protection. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. So your homework, my friends, is to really pull out your Bible, lean into Hebrews 11.6, Galatians 5, verses 6 through 7, and Romans 10.17, and ask the Holy Spirit, what do you want me to take from these scriptures to draw me closer to you? Enjoy the journey, my friends. It's getting dark out there. Outshine the darkness. Be that city set upon a hill and, in, and allow the love of Christ that he places within your heart to shine through you, to impact even one soul today. One more soul today than yesterday. I look forward to our next podcast together and God bless you.